Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of May Contain Trace and Soy, the podcast all about surviving and thriving on a plant-based, zero-waste lifestyle. I'm your host, Rochelle, and if you're new around here, hello, welcome to the podcast. Really psyched to have you listening today. If you're a regular listener, welcome back, soybeans. So glad that you guys soybeans? keep coming back. Soybeans! Is, is, this an, is this a new thing since I was last on here? It's a new thing for this episode. Anyone who's listening regularly, you're officially a soybean. I've decided it's a thing uh, now. I don't, I don't want to be. I'm not a soybean. So in solidarity for non-soybeans out there, I think it's a weird one. But anyway, carry on. Thanks for the support. That's my <laughs> supportive partner, Daniel, who is joining us as a co-host, like he does when I drag him on. Welcome to the podcast, Daniel. Thank you very much. So... Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has given us a little rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I really, really appreciate that. If you do want to support the the podcast, if you're listening and you're enjoying it, just, you know, head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, um, you know, give us a rating. It really helps to push the podcast up there so that more people see it and hopefully spread that non-judgmental vegan message. So we absolutely love to hear from our listeners around here. If you are on Instagram or on Facebook, definitely hit us up. We are making to trace to soy. You can follow us along there. You know, if you're listening to the podcast today, or you're listening to an older episode and you're enjoying that, take a screenshot and, you know, share that to your stories and tag us and we'll definitely repost it on ours. We love to hear from you guys. And we also do shout outs on the show as well. So if you do have a question or a suggestion or a topic that you would like covered, you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook and we'll do a shout out for you on the next show and answer your question. Hopefully well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that is all the stuff that we had to cover at the beginning here. I just wanted to say thanks so much for listening, guys. This is our 25th episode. It has been just over wow. six months. It's, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I'm pretty happy with it. And I'm so glad that people are finding value in what we're doing Maybe not everyone. I know we got a two-star review on uh, on Apple Podcasts the other day. But, you know, mostly, mostly people seem to like it. I don't know why you'd, why you'd really bother. Like, you got... Someone must have felt really some 
that, someone felt passionately enough to feel in, so indifferent about it that they gave it a different rating. So th- thanks to whoever did that. I doubt you're listening though, but you know, uh, hey. I don't think they would come back a second time because clearly they did not enjoy it. But you know, a little bit of feedback would have been cool. Like I just got a two star rating with no review, so I don't know what I was doing wrong that they didn't like. I just know they didn't like it, and I hadn't even called them a soybean yet. Go figure. But it's not like they hated it. Like, it's. You were like an okay Adam Sandler film. You weren't like a Rob Schneider film. Bad. I don't know, but someone's felt the need to go, meh. Basically, so <laughs> eh, look, yeah. you know, you you're not great. That's that's what that review says. Eh, eh. Like, I mean, enough to dislike you to give you a two star review. Not enough to like get angry about it. I guess maybe you are an Adam Sandler film actually, but like you're like Billy Madison, not the ridiculous six. So you know, there's oh that no, to fuck you. For. I'm wedding singer. If I'm anything, guys. <laughs> You know, I think you should all agree with this one. I'm at least wedding singer. Come on. Yeah, well, I, I think yeah. Come on, go. wedding singer in the in the canon of Adam Sandler films is a five star Adam Sandler film. It's definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I have high opinions of myself. Anyway, know what I'm saying? Go, go <laughs> give, yeah. Uh, you know, go give a rating if it's not two, two stars. stars? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, selectively to my audience who's enjoying this. Please rate the podcast. Anyone who's not that into it, just leave me alone. I don't need the confidence issues, okay? We're going to get into this week's episode now, before we go completely off tangent. Uh, We are Off tangent. On tangent. (laughs) Ah, and that's awkward for me. Um, I'm the host of this one. So we're going to be talking this week about our top five favorite vegan breakfasts. And we wanted to do this one because... I think that breakfast food, when you commonly think about it, is stuff that has eggs in it, it has bacon, it has cheese. It So many breakfast foods are kind of based around animal products. Even when you think about, you know, like muffins that are made, if they're not made vegan, they're going to have animal products in them. Like pancakes would usually have eggs and milk or be cooked in butter. So I just think it's a good one to do. So we're going to be doing our top five favorite vegan breakfast ideas. Now, why should you have a vegan breakfast? If you're not vegan, what's a good motivator to try a vegan breakfast? I've got one here for you today. Firstly, it's delicious. I mean, obviously, that just goes without saying. But secondly, and more importantly, it is much, much better for the environment. And we've spoken about this on this podcast before. Um, It was one of the driving factors that led both Daniel and I to move towards a vegan lifestyle was how how much better it is for the planet, how much more sustainable a lifestyle that is. And obviously, we have spoken about the fact that eating a plant-based diet reduces your personal carbon footprint by 73%. So that's amazing. But what we were going to mention was that one of the most popular carnivore breakfasts has recently been under fire for being one of the highest producers of CO2 when it comes to your food or your sandwiches. So... In a recent study done by the Journal, sorry, the Journal of Sustainable Production and Consumption, this was released in 2017, and this journal um, looked at 40 different kinds of sandwiches, and they found that a bacon... When you say sandwich here, are you, is this like what Americans call a sandwich? Like any sort of two bits of something with flour in it with anything in between it? Is that Yes, it is, right. because it had a prawn and mayonnaise sandwich on there, so that's weird. <laughs> For breakfast. Well, no, it wasn't oh, breakfast okay. sandwich specific. You are really taking us <laughs> off point here. 
really off point. Yeah. We're going to circle back around. So it was the <laughs> Journal of Sustainable Production and Consumption, and it was published in 2017. I'm actually going to link yeah. into the journal um, in this week's show notes. So have a check um, of that down there because it's really interesting. It's like um, some kind of, um, I guess, it's a scientific journal, basically. I think it was number 15. Anyway, they did a kind of stock take of 40 different kinds of sandwiches. They found that bacon, egg, and sausage and cheese, brekkie sandwiches, were the worst for the environment. They had a carbon footprint of 1,441 grams of equivalent CO2. So that's what that sandwich produces. That is equivalent to driving a car for 19 kilometers. Your sandwich is like driving your car pretty much 20k how insane is that what i prefer to do is pack myself up a nice uh fruit salad in a very eco-friendly container and then drive 17ks and eat it somewhere with a nice view and just know that i've still done better than the dude who ate the sausage bacon and egg sandwich <laughs> yes it's nice to rest on your laurels isn't it just slightly like i'm, I'm still slightly better even though i did this I don't really do that. I couldn't be bothered in the morning, but you know, hey. In theory, in theory. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is a crazy large amount of CO2 production for one sandwich. Interestingly, when you compare that with having baked beans on toast, which is one of our favorite vegan breakfasts, baked beans on toast has an equivalent 220 grams of CO2 compared to 1,440 grams of CO2 for your bacon, egg, sausage, and cheese brekkie sandwich. That is, that's funny because of, you know, baked beans do have certain connotations since back since the schoolyard days about the emissions they cause. So, I mean, that that must be a bad sandwich. And perhaps perhaps that, uh, that side of baked beans, is, you know, is not an urban myth, but overstated. Uh, look, I think it's a little bit overstated, although I'm not sure I'd say that on the mornings that I make it for you for breakfast, but... So, we are going to get into the top five favourite vegan breakfasts that we have now. The first one, you might have guessed, is baked beans. Baked beans on toast. Yeah, but I would say, look, it, it can be a bland breakfast if you buy uh, not very good ones. I don't mind shouting them out. I like the Waddies ones, and um, and if you add... You know, a bit of other stuff to it, maybe some chopped onion and some jalapenos and just some tomatoes and sort of bulk it up a bit. And usually there'll be enough there for either, you know, a couple of breakfasts or as a component of a bigger breakfast over a couple of days. Yeah, I actually really enjoy baked beans for breakfast now, like so much more than I did before I was vegan. And I think it's because we do add like jalapeno, garlic, tomatoes, onion, chili. You know, we really make it a nice, tasty, spicy beanie breakfast. I'm going to say it's because you, you can't have bacon and sausage and egg and those things that make the sandwich like the worst uh, carbon emitter. Uh, getting those off your menu does A, reduce your options more, but it does make you sort of... Uh, I guess jazz up some things that you might have had previously and make them, I don't know, nicer. <laughs> I think it makes you more creative in the kitchen for sure, but you can have, we've tried vegan bacon. We have vegan sausages regularly. Yeah. We haven't tried just egg yet because it isn't here yet, but apparently no, that's I would, very close I would try to egg. That. And, um, and look, some of the, some of the vegan sausages are pretty good. Actually that vegan bacon, I wouldn't, wouldn't rush out to buy it again. It's, you know, it's, 
It is what it is. It's, it was a novelty. I'm going to say it was a real novelty. I don't think it's, you know, kind of the same. But there are did, some people who make bacon actually out of, like, rice paper and stuff. So... I don't know if you saw this week the 3D printed steak. Did you see this? I don't know no. what it actually is. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have... Maybe have a read up on it and look at it in a different issue. Mm, uh, a in different... a forthcoming episode, 3D printed steak is going to be on the discussion menu. On the menu for discussion. I don't know if it's actually steak or if it was something that made to look like a replicated steak. Because I saw some um, some rather humorous commentary on social media about it. Like people quoting the um the picture of it and saying, we're going to lush for dinner, children, and things like that. So I don't know if it was <laughs> actually... I don't know what the components of it were. It looked kind of like a an artist's representation of a weird thick cut of steak but it was something it was something off about it yeah yeah i haven't looked into that just yet i mean i have seen some vegan news this week but i wasn't going to get into that but no i haven't actually <laughs> seen that yet um yeah okay well in another episode we'll be talking about that but <laughs> Basically, baked beans on toast are such a great vegan breakfast. And what I love about having baked beans on toast and putting all the extra stuff in it is that, A, it's super tasty, but B, baked beans give you a lot of energy. They have a really good low glycemic index, and it means that you feel energized for, you know, the rest of the day. It's a really good way to start your day. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, number two on our list, and we make these pretty much every weekend, and it's a lovely little, you know, weekend tradition. We make vegan pancakes. The recipe that we use, uh, it's kind of a mishmash of a couple, but the secret ingredient is really apple cider vinegar. Now, that helps the pancake to rise and get really fluffy, and it's just, you know, beautiful. It's just so nice. It's super duper tasty. We also like to use vanilla soy milk because... It's just like a life hack, man. You don't have to add vanilla essence if you use vanilla soy milk. Yeah, look, it's pretty good. And those those ones made with the vanilla so good are just the it's just a tiny bit of apple cider vinegar. I was a bit I was a bit dubious. I was like, really? That Yeah, it didn't seem like a good fit. But um You can't taste it though. No, you can't, and it makes really fluffy pancakes. And if look, if someone weren't vegan and ate those and you didn't say anything, they would just be like, This is a delicious vanilla pancake. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Yeah, absolutely. You can't tell the difference and they're super tasty. So we like to have those and we'll usually do them with a bit of maple syrup. Maple syrup's great because most vegans have that in their cupboard. Yeah, I like it with a bit of fruit salad and maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of fruit salad, a little bit of maple syrup, uh, you know, maybe some coconut yogurt. I mean, I also like it with peanut butter. Like, I'm a yeah, fan. That's <laughs> not what normal people do. They're like, I'll have... Rochelle had peanut butter on a crumpet the other day. Like, there, I'll have a Vegemite crumpet either. And so people are probably aghast at that in itself. But look, peanut butter doesn't belong on pancakes. I beg to differ. I believe peanut butter belongs everywhere because it's amazing. Okay, peanut butter is the answer to everything. I want it in my milkshakes. I want it in my smoothies. I want it on my pancakes. I love peanut butter. Yeah, I don't think you can just normalize your behavior by going... Adding a couple of normalish things, going. I'd I like it in milkshakes as, but yeah, other people do that too. Pant, look, I don't know. Hit Rochelle in the comments, I suppose, if you uh, share her strange uh, peanut butter pancake obsession. I would. All right, well, you're the one that's called an obsession. Many people like peanut butter on pancakes. I'm certain of it. I'm going to ask other people, and they're all going to come forward, and they're going to get over being shamed by people like you. Um. Okay. I guess. Well. All right. Peanut butter pancake enthusiasts, um, you know, do your thing, whatever that might be. Uh, our next one on the list, just moving right along from that, is uh, tofu scramble with spinach leaves. So we recently were introduced to a good tofu scramble by our neighbor, and she got the recipe from her sister who is vegan. Um, I believe her sister's name is Sarah, and our neighbor's name is Rose. I don't think they listen to this podcast, but if they do, shout out for you guys. That recipe is awesome. Um, we had had a really crummy vegan tofu scramble at a restaurant and they just hadn't added enough flavors. Like it was so bland. That makes it sound fancy. It was actually like a laneway cafe, but this particular restaurant, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it was just like they'd, they'd gone, oh, we better put a tofu scramble on the menu. And it was just like quite literally that someone had just crumbled some tofu over a pan tossed it a couple of times and then served it up and it was like yeah i i get it it's just it was just yeah very bland it, and what were the what were the spices that really made it pop so i think that the secret from what i can gather from what we've learned from our neighbor and her recipe that she got from her sister is using firm tofu instead of silken because a lot of people use silken and if that's your jam like good for you not trying to, you know, rag on you for that. But I like firm because you crumble it up and it's a little bit like, I guess, squishy kind of egg scramble. And we added a bit of soy milk, uh, quite a bit of nutritional yeast because that's amazing. Uh, paprika, smoked paprika, which I think gave it cumin, some really good it? flavor. A little bit of... No, I don't think it was cumin, but there oh, was I a little bit of turmeric it. in it. Oh, right. So turmeric gave it that yellow color. And then we added chili, of course, because we had chili to everything. I think we added jalapenos as well. Apparently, our <laughs> our diet is mostly jalapenos and chili. But yeah, we threw some of that in, obviously a bit of garlic, and just any good kind of herbs that you can throw in with that. I really think the smoked paprika made a big difference, the turmeric, but also the nutritional yeast. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I like the chili. It made it. It was a lot better than the one we had. Yeah, it was actually a lot better than the one we got at a cafe that is has a reasonable other number of um of decent vegan options there. They just didn't do a very good scramble. Yeah. No. I won't name them. 
No, they had a, like, we got a big breakfast there and it had lots of good stuff on there, but the tofu scramble is just disappointing, I guess. But yeah, so tofu scramble is number three on our list. And then number four on our list is smoothies. And this seems obvious, but I love smoothies. We're coming into spring. It's going to be summertime. It is the perfect time to have all of the smoothies. And what's great about having a breakfast smoothie is you can make that into a bowl. You can do a smoothie bowl, an acai bowl. You know, you can do all different kinds of smoothies. You can make it whatever kind of flavor you want. You can go tropical. You can go green and do more of a like juice smoothie. You can go heavy on banana and cocoa powder and a bit of peanut butter and make like a really sweet dessert smoothie. And smoothies are such a quick, easy breakfast. It's a 10 minute thing. You can throw it together and you can also put in protein powder, chia seeds, you know, all of this stuff that's really good for you. So if you feel like you don't have the time in the mornings to make a really well-balanced, healthy, delicious vegan breakfast, and you don't just want to grab a piece of toast or something, smoothies are where it's at. It's fast. Keep some frozen bananas in your freezer. Keep some blueberries in there. It is the quickest, tastiest, easiest breakfast that you could possibly do. I'm all for a smoothie because you can pack those nutrients in and they can be very filling as well, especially with a bit of protein powder. You know, smoothies are just where it's at for the fast, easy breakfast. Yeah, look, I could take or leave smoothies for the most part. Like, they're all right, but I don't know. I find it's not something I'd get in a regular morning routine of. Well... I feel like I've, I'm really the only one who enjoys and makes a lot of smoothies. So perhaps if you experimented with some other flavors that you enjoy, because you're much more about the tropical fruit um, than I am. It's <laughs> more about the tropical you fruit. You are. You love mango and, you know, watermelon and all this kind of stuff. I think you do a great green smoothie with pineapple and mango and just make it super delicious. Yeah, I'm probably not going to bother, though. I like, honestly, the cleaning of the blender... I often clean your blender. You'll go, ta-da, and then just leave it, and I'll come back for work. It's that the blender scarred me. It's just not worth the effort to reward ratio to me. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's fine, but it's, I don't know, it seems like a lot of work for like two seconds of enjoyment, of sustenance or whatever, you know? (laughs) You missed like five minutes before where I was talking about how quick and easy and great smoothies are because they're full of nutrients. They're fast to make. You can get like a good nutrient pack and take it away with you to go to work. You can, but or, you, or, or just don't. That's my opinion on the smoothie. So I'd Daniel's suggestion is just don't eat the smoothies. Just get a bit of toast, which is literally <laughs> the thing I said. If you don't just want to grab a piece of toast, make a smoothie. Daniel's like comes back in here from flipping our tater tots and goes <laughs> smoothies are not where it's at i don't like cleaning the blender i'm gonna get toast <laughs> oh yeah that's that's pretty much that's, <laughs> oh, God. i'm not gonna argue with that that's that's a fair representation of my thoughts on smoothies okay well look at least we can agree on our final one on the list which is number five and it is avocado toast we both love this it's an easy one would you agree with that at least well, yeah, I just said the toast was easier than a smoothie. Even avocado toast. Yes, of course oh. it is. Okay, so I am a huge fan of avocado toast. Daniel is as well. And I actually think avocado toast is a good lunch, breakfast, dinner. I will have avocado toast a couple of times in the week for dinner because it's delicious. Cool cadence to your voice there. But, um, yeah, I reckon avocado toast is way easier than a smoothie. For me, anyway. Maybe that's just the way I've compartmentalized things, but... 
I like the the little avocados you get as well, not the bigger ones you get at the supermarket. The ones that are probably rejected as not fitting the size parameters of some of the bigger retailers. But um, yeah, there's a obviously a local grower that sells some just in the CBD in Brisbane, um, just at a little stall, and you get I don't know about seven for five dollars, and they're just the perfect size for two bits of toast, like one avocado, two bits of toast, and. They gradually ripen throughout the week. They don't seem to go off as quickly and they're just sweeter or something. And adding a bit of like a little bit of red onion and some sliced tomato and maybe a couple of jalapenos. There, there you go again. Um, <laughs> there I go again. And just a bit of pepper on top. And it's just like that little bit of red onion that really makes it, oh, sorry, really makes it pop. Yeah, um, I think also I've done that with those things and then added a little bit of my onion jam, which is also really nice on the avocado toast. But one other way that I love to have it now as a result of going to a cafe on our street before work a couple of times is they do theirs with like lovely thick smashed avocado and then chunks of tomato and olives, which I really like. And then it's sprinkled with a little bit of sesame oil, cumin, and sesame seeds, and it is delicious. That balance of flavors is amazing. So avocado toast is a really good one because you can customize that so much. There are so many different ways to do it, and it's so delicious. I love avocado toast. I'm such a millennial in that way. I really am obsessed with it, and we are having trouble saving for a house. It's all true. You don't know if those things are related or if... um. You know, you, you can do both. We, no, what? We can have it all. No, I, I think, you know, in 2020, who there are a good number of people that are probably not going to be able to get that house. They might have even been eyeing. So, hey, if you're going to have the avocado toast, you might as well. You can do it. Avocados have probably gotten cheaper because there are growers who can't sell as many. I don't know. These are pretty cheap and it's a pretty good brekkie. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. We are going to pop some links in the show notes today for that journal that we referenced a little bit earlier, a couple of the recipe links, um, where it's relevant for the kinds of recipes that we've made, or some of our favorite smoothies, things like that. Not that Daniel has any, because he doesn't (laughs) like smoothies. He has an irrational hatred of smoothies. But if you're in Brisbane and want to know where the avocado man is, hit me up. I'll let you know. Yeah, we we <laughs> we have an avocado man. Like it sounds as though it's something nefarious, but it's not. It it's does, just avocado. Really. Yeah, we have an avocado dealer. It's a bit strange. It's a bit odd. Oh, he like expect- he doesn't sell anything else, guys. It's just bags of avocados. It's weird. He's got a little table. He's just got his bags of avocados. That's yeah, it. And this just proves that you're sending you're sending me to the avocado man because other does people probably call. Yeah, he's got strawberries. Why aren't you ever buying us strawberries? I feel like we're just missing out. Well, I don't know. Um, I just like the avocados. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to start getting strawberries from the avocado man. That's the update on that. The, so, will, will he become the strawberry man in popular parlance around this house? Stay tuned. Yes. Listen next week to find out. <laughs> uh, so, yes, that is our five favorite vegan breakfasts. Obviously, much better for the environment to go vegan for your brekkie. If you haven't given that a go, give it a go. Go for a week. Try a vegan breakfast every day for a week. See how you feel. Maybe you'll feel more energized. Just a suggestion. Anyway, thank you for being here today and listening to this week's episode. I think, I really hope you guys found it helpful. Um, and yeah, if you are new around here, just click that subscribe button or that follow button. 
And if you are on Apple Podcasts or iTunes today, we would love you to leave us a little rating or a review. As long as it's not no, two no, stars. Not a little rating. A, a, not a, a little big one. rating, actually. <laughs> Five stars would be appreciated. Um, yeah. Maybe this is the problem. You keep, uh, you keep asking people to leave me a little review. Someone's just taking you really literally. That's where this two stars has come from. So you should probably clarify. Don't leave little reviews. Leave, leave good reviews or no reviews, right? <laughs> they can leave whatever kind of reviews they want. It's all up to you guys, soybeans. Uh, Send us a screenshot of your five-star review. We'll let you know where the avocado man is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. That's the key to getting the avocado man knowledge out of us. Five-star review. No. Uh, really begging for five-star reviews. It's not even my podcast. I know. He won't stop. Guys, we've got to end this here. Thank you so much for being here this week. We will catch you in a week. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.